Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up, it's your boy Tud. And I'm Obert. And guys, guess what? What? Que pasa, homie? We can finally drink. Woo! Yeah. Our podcast has turned 21. Yep. And uh, for everybody that doesn't know the conversion chart, uh, one episode equals one year in podcast years. So, wow. yeah. so we were really in trouble episodes one through pretty much 16. Well, technically, we were in trouble one through 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we everybody knows you start drinking around 16, 17, maybe 18. So not, not everybody. Have we most, most people. Rec- recorded 147 episodes in dog episodes? Is that how it works? <laughs> yes, That's yes. We are, can... we are reborn as a dog, but as a podcast, we're 21. So yeah. pretty good. Pretty good age. Yeah, yeah. Can we start calling ourselves a vintage now? Why is that? Is that how it works? Yeah, we're, well, I mean, if you age something for 21 years, wouldn't that be a vintage? I guess. What's the, what's the vintage on this? You know, 1988. It's, you know, 30 years old. I, I guess. <laughs> I think you lost <laughs> it a little bit there. <laughs> the vintage is... 2018 but that's a lot that's a lot in podcast years right yeah (laughs) so uh since our podcast is now 21 let's let's regale back on our 21st birthdays what did you guys do you guys remember do you guys know what you did on your 21st birthday or i do yeah Yeah. i got drunk yeah i uh i (laughs) i went to a uconn football game and that didn't end well because uconn lost Pro- probably i don't remember but no, they were they were good back then all i remember is that bud light lime and sam adams oktoberfest don't don't really mix well <laughs> those are two layers those form different layers in your stomach and if you put the oktoberfest <laughs> layer on top of the bud light lime layer they want to suddenly mix and uh bad things bad things happen that sounds like a fun night yeah yeah um what was your what was your 21st birthday like chris because you, you were the first one of the uh, co-hosts to turn 21. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I went to Mohegan Sun, I think. Yeah, Mohegan Sun, and gambled. And for some reason, Todd, I thought you were there, but you were a lot younger than me. Unless you I, stuck out to... I probably was there. Yeah. Okay, all right. I was going to say, I was like, I could have sworn that you told me what to get as my... Because, so, for the podcast listeners, I was... Uh, I waited until my 21st birthday because I abide by all laws. Oh, I forgot that you didn't drink before you turned 21. Yeah, yeah that was that's a right. Bit of a weird so it was a big night for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember my first drink ever, which was a vodka and Sprite, which was a which admittedly was a mistake. And then I <laughs> <laughs> and then I switched over to rum and cokes, and that was what I drank the rest of the night. So. That was that was the night where you first played craps too, right? We were playing in like the the Sky Casino. I remember maybe this. I can't remember exactly if that was. I remember playing poker. Yeah, I don't we did remember that. if I is that the night with because I love craps. So yeah, I think that was the first night you played craps too. Okay, so yeah, that was a big night for me then. Um, and now I don't gamble much anymore, but I definitely uh, definitely drink a lot more than I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I was I celebrated your twenty first birthday. And uh, Nick Adams' 21st birthday, who is born in February. So Yeah, he's the old one. Yeah, and for everybody out there, I'm younger than both of that. And I, I was still there. I was still going strong. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> yeah, see? See? <laughs> Truth comes out. Well, for for our 21st Big Milestone episode here, we decided we we're going to go back and revisit some of, our, some of our oldies and goodies 
we're going to go back and do some of our favorite bits we've done over the course of the, the many, many episodes we've recorded so far. Right, right. It seems like it's 20 years worth of episodes, and it really has been, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I think I guess our next milestone would be three episodes from now when you, we've had recorded an entire day, day's worth of podcasts. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yes. <laughs> And then at 25, we can rent a car without our parents <laughs> co-signing. Is, yeah. the, is the 24th episode when we just basically package all 24 episodes into one episode and just make everybody have to listen to 24 hours of the episodes in one week? And we call it our case. <laughs> it's a case oh, yeah, of beer episode. <laughs> oh, man, that is a big episode. Yeah. I thought I thought we were going 24 like, boom, boom. Yeah, we boom, could do that too. Boom. That'll be our new, our new intro music for that episode. <laughs> Oh man! So that was a good impersonation of a clock. Hey, you yeah. know that's what I do. I'm my, my that's my real my real job is I impersonate clocks. <laughs> <laughs> Chris did all the foley work on twenty four. <laughs> yeah, every time every time you hear that, that's me. That's me. Every time they replay that, I get uh, I get some commissions, royalty so. checks. Yeah. All right. Well, let's say we get right into it here. Okay. Ted, why don't you lead us off here with our with our drinks before we get into some of these bits here? Sure, that's thing. right. So, kicking off that twenty first podcast right with a lawsuit, just as always. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, Oren's up there too. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> he, he witnessed it. Oren, my my lawyer, is now calling my other lawyer. Hey, by He's the getting way, getting all my lawyers. This is a good throwback I, bit right here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so um today i am drinking green gown ipa by berkshire brewing company um i don't know if berkshire's been on the podcast before no but speaking of of 21 this is one of the first craft beers i ever had really yeah they actually i think i they sold growlers in the package store and uh i was like I had never seen a growler before. I didn't know what they were. I was like, "What is this like giant jug of beer that they're selling?" So <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to try it, and I wasn't I wasn't that impressed. But oh, you mean like you mean like a prepackaged one, right? You don't mean like filling growlers, right? Yeah, it right. was yeah, just okay. like, they yeah. sell those in stores still. Okay, yeah, Berkshire Brewing Company is based obviously in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. They brew one of my favorite porters called the Coffee House Porter, and it's really good, but unfortunately that's not what I'm drinking today. Uh, Green Gown is their like signature like wannabe New England-style IPA, and you know, as per my new beer's resolution, it's been in my fridge for a while, and I'm supposed to get rid of it, or else Obert's going to yell at me. <laughs> I think we need like a drop to play for like you dusting off the old beers, like the creaky fridge door. Is it me going, <laughs> like, that? going like this off the top of a can? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so this beer's very bitter. Ugh. It's not not fruity at all. Um very malty, very earthy, very overcarbonated. Um you ever get a beer that you just you can like just feel the carbonation just like popping on your tongue almost like continuously. Like you're drinking like a can of seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. Something like or like that. a soda. Yeah. yeah. I've had I've had <laughs> beers like that. Yeah. Me yeah, me too. It's not not the best mouthfeel. Yeah, and like no. the head the head just kinda dissipates really quickly yeah right. it's just yeah. Uh, it's it's got a lot of simcoe flavor to it uh it's supposed to have citra and centennial but I, I don't taste that at all keep in mind this is also from september so it's not like it's that old i've definitely drank older beers on this pod um three three two five wow that's like that's like a two in obert score 
Yeah, it, right. I mean, it might actually be a two in Obert score. Yeah. <laughs> so, did, what's the story here? Did you just have a six pack and you had one, and you're like, "Well, these five yeah. are going to live in my house forever." <laughs> yeah, a, a four pack. Okay. Hey, um, okay. The guy at the liquor store, uh, Chris. It's the liquor guy that you used to go to in Colchester. I know oh, that okay. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He kind of sold it to me as if it was going to be great. He did the it same was, thing to me once. It was yeah. not great. I've okay. yeah, I've since stopped going that. to him. Oh. About to make enemy of the pod. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, whatever that new, guy's name is. New enemy of the pod. The guy that owns the liquor store next to Stop and Shop in Colchester. Yeah. I got to say that the BBC has never really impressed me that that much. Have you had the Coffee House Porter? No. I, I have. That is a good beer. So in, but... a, in a bomber, it's like seven ninety nine or six ninety nine, and it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Next time I'm back east, maybe I'll have to look it up. But I mean, like I was telling you that that growler I had, I think it was their Steel Rail. I don't know if it was oh, Pale Ale. Yeah, that's like their like version of like Steel Reserve. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I was 21. I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I was was not impressed and kind of shied away from them ever since. I, I would say to anybody who's listening to this and is still in the Northeast to seek them out and at least try the Coffee House Porter. Um, some of their other stuff is okay too. Again, kind of like Obert said, they, they're not going to blow you away except for the Coffee House Porter. For some reason, they nail that, and it's cheap. Well, there we go. Fair enough. So that's that's my 21st review, boys. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, look and at that. I actually think that's the lowest rated beer I've rated on this pod. It probably is, yeah. Um, so I've been putting this off for long enough, but uh, it's time we go back to one of one of the most popular segments of our show. Bon <laughs> I can, I can hear it coming from now. Bonum, oh my god! Bonum. It's face your beers. It'd be really funny if we could get like the the who drop right there of them just screaming yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, I'm probably gonna want to scream after this drink because uh, I'm going back to a liquor I swore I would never ever drink again. I think everybody has one of those that you overindulged one night and uh, just the, the mere thought of it just kind of makes you gag a little bit. Yeah, oh, yes. I'm, I'm seeing some nods from the co-hosts. Yeah. Yes, my, in, yes indeed. Mine is SoCo. We, used, yeah. we drank SoCo throughout college. Oh, man. You were like a, like mainlining SoCo. SoCo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I haven't had SoCo since senior year of college, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I don't think I ever, not even for face your beers, will I try Soko again. Wow. Well, I, I was, I was there with this. I'm drinking peppermint schnapps tonight, and uh, yeah, that was one I, I, I had in college a few it's times. So good. No, it's, uh, not. it's terrible. And then <laughs> it makes your mouth seem minty fresh or peppermint. Yeah, fresh. that was the appeal I had when I first drank it when I was 21. Uh, <laughs> but after one night where I got very, very sick. I swore it off, swore I would never have it again, yet here we are, episode 21, facing down our beers. Eight and a half years later. Eight and a half years later. <laughs> because I was I was a part of this this night where yeah, Chris was there was there. like four or five of us that swore off peppermint schnapps for the rest of our lives. <laughs> now, now I, do ha- I do have a question about the, the choice of peppermint schnapps here. What brand is it? This is Mr. Boston. I think when I... the specific plastic bottle that i was drinking last was arrow but i think it's basically all the same so so no not dr mcgillicuddy's i mean i've had mcgillicuddy's in the past but this uh or um, gold schlager 
Yeah, because I got the cinnamon schnapps, right? Yeah, I think actually you gave me a bottle of that. I think I still have it. Of Goldschlager? Yeah. When did I give you that? For like your 22nd birthday? <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure you had it open and, and you brought it to my house and left it here because you just had no interest in drinking it. Are you sure you're not thinking of Fireball? I definitely have the Honey Jack. Oh, oh yeah. the Honey Jack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have that anymore. I think I left that at somebody else's house. Oh, man. That, that bottle is six years old and <laughs> that's the, that's the bottle where you gotta bottle, sneak it into left. somebody's house and leave it there <laughs> and then it's uh, their problem now but so so to kind of ease my way back into it i decided i was going to make a little bit of some minty hot chocolate here so i made some hot cocoa poured a shot of schnapps into it but i figured that wasn't good enough for face your beers so i have a i have a rapidly warming shot of peppermint schnapps <laughs> sitting as well. But yeah, so I have my shot. I have my my hot cocoa chaser. <laughs> okay, I was going to I was going to ask which which way you were going to do this. So, well, I mean, this uh, normally I wait to to drink the the drink until we're going, but with hot cocoa, I had to I had to start a little early. So, right. <laughs> but all right. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, here goes nothing. Here we go. Face your beers, episode 21, peppermint schnapps. Ugh. Cheers. Woo. Oh, here it goes. Oh, delicious. Oh, oh look at that <laughs> face. That's the face of deliciousness right there. Uh, the face. Uh, that, you know, I was curious if schnapps. eight and a half years was going to be enough. No. We'll, we'll try this enough. again in, in 15 years because <laughs> I'm not there yet. Ugh. I know there's a video of this, but at the same time, your face is bright oh. red. Yeah. yeah. No, that yeah. was that was Like bad. it went from being like normal colored to like bright red in like an instant yeah <laughs> so it's getting redder there we got it there we have it folks i gotta at least i got the hot cocoa and and i i'll say with the mixing with the hot cocoa it's tolerable i, I can see that minty yeah. minty chocolate yeah yeah Ugh. so what are you gonna do with the rest of that pint um i don't know when you come into montana <laughs> <laughs> it'll be in the freezer much like the Hend- the the hendrix from zephy yeah yeah. No, maybe I'll do more of this hot cocoa slowly, you know, mix it in. Bring it on the ski lift and, and hand it out to strangers. There you go. That's how you do it. Yeah. I know you're freezing, but do you want some uh, peppermint schnapps? Mm. Okay. So, so uh, I, faced, uh, I faced my beers. Oh, you, I have to rate your, it now. What, oh, yeah, I you have to rate it. That. Um, <laughs> well, I'll start with the, the drink. The hot cocoa. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the hot cocoa. Was that homemade whipped cream, by the way? No, it's not. It was ready whip. Um, I'm gonna say the hot cocoa gets. I don't know. What would you guys rate regular hot cocoa without any alcohol? Uh, I don't know. Hot well, cocoa is pretty good. Depends. I, I mean, is it Swiss Miss or is it like fancy? This is Land Lakes. I like Land Lakes. I like that one. Maybe yeah. like a maybe like a three seven five. Okay, I was thinking. I was thinking like yeah, four. three and a half. I don't know. Um, well, like Swiss Miss would be like a two. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this knocks whatever hot cocoa is down a half a point. So <laughs> slightly worse than regular hot cocoa. I'll give this a three and a quarter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and the shot, I'm giving the shot a lowest I can give it. What's that? 0. 0.25. 0. 0.25. I think, I think it is 0. 0.25. I don't I know. Actually, can... well, I don't know. Can you rate something a zero? I don't think so. I think it just rate, ranks as like a no rating. Uh, okay. Zero two five on the shot then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ask me again 
another eight and a half years from now, 17 years from my last time. We'll, uh, we'll try this again. Right. Well, actually, now you're your last time, so. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if, it works, if it works like that. No, I got to wait twice as long for the next one. You don't, you're not looking so good. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine. I just got to power through this hot cocoa. I really want a beer now, honestly. I thought, we were, I thought we were going to have the first ever uh, person puking from Face Your Beer on the podcast tonight. <laughs> no, wasn't puke worthy. So with that, let's let's hand it over to Chris, who um, has another one of our recurring segments he's going to talk about tonight. That's true. Yes, I do. Uh, but before we get into that, I have to drink this beer. So, Ooh, there we Ooh. go. It's an interesting looking can. Yeah. It's pretty. It kind of cool. looks like a fat orange cat can. You know, it kind of does. It isn't fat orange cat, but oh, this is oh boy, that that's a lot a, of head. That's a lot of head. <laughs> Maybe this is overcarbonated, like uh, Ted was just talking about. That, that's what he said. That's what I said. <laughs> so this is Welcome to Town from Mumford Brewing, and it's a collaboration with Horace Aged Ales. Hmm. That would have been a great one to have for episode one, I think, when we started our podcast about having just moved. Oh, yeah, it would have been. If only I didn't you have go this. back in time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have this at the time because I got this in uh, the beer trade that I did with Russell, Russell H. Beer on Instagram. He is part of at the Beer Travel Guide, which is another really awesome page that you should all check out. Nice. And did he provide your last week's beer too? He did, Yes. He might be like an unofficial sponsor for the next few weeks. Because yeah, right? <laughs> they're all new beers, and I'm excited to try them. So They're the newest beers in my fridge, and we haven't even gotten there yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to run through them all before Tud gets a chance. <laughs> um, but this is, as we learned on a old episode of Drinking Alone with Friends, hit podcast, that it's a triple IPA. So we learned that that basically means... Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Marketing <laughs> bullshit. It's just yeah. a fancy way of signifying that it's a double IPA that seems to be very strong, which this is. This is 10.23% alcohol. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it's also, I didn't realize this until I just said it. It's very accurate. 10.23%. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're so, not messing around there with their ABV. Is so, there, uh, what's that? What is the, what are the, what are the numbers on the can? It's uh twenty three two three. Oh, so that's why LeBron James. <laughs> I, I was like, why? I was like, there's got to be some so, significance. Okay, this. so that's why it's Welcome to Town from LA. Oh my, I understand. I didn't now. even notice that. That's so cool. I was I, I was trying to lead you along here. I didn't put it together until right now, <laughs> because this is out of Los Angeles. So this is like a special LeBron James beer. So this is basically brought to you by LeBron James, and that's why it's ten point two three percent. Yes. Uh huh. Oh boy, I am smart. <laughs> you can't blame it on the beer because you haven't started drinking yet, Chris. I haven't started drinking on the podcast yet. Ooh. Is, is the proper, <laughs> the proper terminology there. So it is a triple IPA. I don't know much about Mumford Brewing or Horace Aged Ales outside of that they're from California in Los Angeles. But this has... And they're LeBron uh, fans. They're, they're big LeBron fans. So this has uh, Citra, Galaxy, and Mosaic hops in it, which is pretty cool. Two of the three have been faced have been featured on a hit segment of ours. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, it's a very nice smelling beer. It, it you get a lot of the citrus on the smell, which I really enjoy. Nice. So 
Yeah. It looks it, really creamy. Yeah, nice, nice hazy. Russell Russell knows me. He got me a bunch of these hazy IPAs. Yeah, they look all look tasty. I can't wait to, to get to those beers in about four months. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> when, well, when they're keep your resolution strong, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to dive into this triple IPA right now. So this beer is very good, but you can definitely tell it packs a punch. It's 10.23% alcohol, like I said, but it tastes like a 10.23% alcohol beer. Really? <laughs> yeah, it does. No hiding I mean, that. What? No, no. Yeah, no no hiding that. You do get some really good citrus flavor from the citra hops, obviously, but you do get like, the best way to exp- explain it is like tingliness from your from the galaxy hops. You is guys it like hop talk? bite almost? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. For some reason, whenever I drink a Galaxy Hop beer, it always feels like it's tingly. It's a little like, magical on your tongue. Yeah, a little, little magical. Like, like, like a million stars that are. Yeah, on, there you on, go. On I'll... my tongue. I was going to say like fair, like a fairy sprinkling fairy dust on your tongue. Exactly, fair, a fairy of deliciousness. Yes, very good beer though. Uh, I mean, it's going to kick my butt in a minute because, as I was telling Tud off air, I this is my second above nine percent beer today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with you. After a couple shots, I'm uh, getting warmed up too. <laughs> That's true. Yep, we're we're gonna record episode 22 too. Yeah. So, and the first time ever on the pod, Tud is the more sober of the three. Right, but really good beer, definitely deserving of LeBron James. Thank you, Russell. Again, I'm gonna give this a four out of five. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, and it's not every time. It's not every day you see a BS triple IPA, so it's pretty exciting to you know have another one of those right but this is going to lead us into another great bit that what what bit is that what bit is that that we've kind of shied away from after the first few and that is hoppy hour yay so in previous hoppy hours we've talked about citra and mosaic but we have not talked about galaxy which is kind of crazy because galaxy is one of i know tud's favorite favorites one of my favorites and i know one of obert favorites yeah so. yeah I definitely re- <laughs> it was definitely in the top three yeah i will always remember the first galaxy hop beer i had i was like wow this was really good i need to find more beers like this it was the um uh space dust from I was about to say it yep uh elysian yeah yep. i was like wow i've never had a beer like this before these are really this is really good if gal if a galaxy ipa is done right it is easily it easily could be the best IPA you drink that day, that month, or your lifetime. There's a lot of shitty Galaxy IPAs out there though, because everybody thinks that they can handle that type of hop, and it's a very unique hop. I think we'll find out. <laughs> it actually it is it is a very unique hop. It originated in Australia. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Right, and they started breeding for it in 1994. But however, they didn't get it quite right until 2009. So it took 15 years to like perfect this hop, which is crazy. Yeah, a lot of tinkering, wow. I guess. A lot of selective breeding. It was uh, bred by the HPA, which is the Hop Products of Australia. And they control about 90% of the production of hops in Australia. So just keep that in mind. It was founded, like I said, released in 2009, but it was first commer- appeared commercially in a beer in the United States in Woodmere Brothers Galaxy Hopped Barley Wine, and that was in 2011. 2011. A barley hopped... Galaxy bar- Hopped Barley Wine. Yeah, yeah, the, the, that, yes, those, yes. them's the words. And who's the, the, who's the most sober on the show? No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, no, that sounds interesting. And so it's been yeah. around for longer than I thought. It has, but then again, I don't know. It's when, In these hoppy hours, I've learned that hops seem to be within the last 10 years. Yeah. It, I, I, all the ones that I love seem to be relatively new. I think with the, the craft beer explosion, it's kind of a chicken and egg situation where it's like, did all of these hops all of a sudden start becoming commercially viable because craft brewing exploded or is it now that we have all of these crazy hops people are getting into craft beers because the hops are so tasty you know it's so like i think a little I bit of both answer that oh here we go let's hear it thanks to a planet money episode about hops the hops the craft beer industry drove the need for the hops and so for a while there hops were really expensive now that there's so many hop farms because obviously when people see a lot of profit margin on something they flood the market and it takes takes about three to four years to cultivate like a hop field before yeah. you can actually start producing beer hops. So now that, you know, now that that's happened, now hops are really cheap because there's an overabundance on the market causing the uh, causing the profit margin for most hop growers to be slim to none. So actually, it was a craft beer craze that drove the need for all these hops. That is really interesting. Yeah. But I also think that while you're talking about the quantity, like the hop that Chris is talking about, we we see has been being developed for, you know, two decades ago. So it's I, I understand what you're talking about with the quantities of hops, but in terms of all of these, you know, Citra, Mosaic, Galaxy hops we've talked about, they're all been within this decade, I believe, um, have hit the market. So some of these crazy New England IPAs, double IPAs, that style that's new, um, I think that's only really possible because of these new hops oh yeah definitely could you imagine having like a chinook IPA, yeah like a, like a double dry hop chinook ipa or double dry hop cascade ipa <laughs> yeah i don't think it would work <laughs> no it, def- it definitely wouldn't but getting back to galaxy because tud tud just did do one of his our greatest bits which is putting over other podcasts so yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're really good at that but either way so Galaxy Hops uh, remain one of the most sought-after varieties, and farmland dedicated to producing Galaxy was actually increased 48% between the 2015 and 2016 growing seasons, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially when Todd's talking about how long it takes to uh, cultivate these hops. You know, that's a huge investment. Right, right. But apparently the HPA was like, yeah, well, I guess people want these, so let's make it a bunch. <laughs> Could you describe, like, the... Flavor profile or flavor characteristics of this hop? Yes. So Galaxy is often described as having both. Come on, starfruit. <laughs> <laughs> it says it has a uh, fruity character along with aromas and flavors of clean citrus and peach. It may also carry threads of pineapple and tropical fruit. So That sounds like starfruit to me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, it said say tropical fruit, so... You would have you would have to tell us since you've had all of them. Yeah. So Galaxy is a good dual purpose hop. It's high alpha acid, makes it awesome at bittering beers, which is kind of what you taste when, like I said, when you're when you feel the the the, the stars on your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but because of the high amount of essential oils that it has, it actually adds a lot of flavor and aroma and. Brewers will often use it like later in the brewing process or dry hopping to 
preserve a lot of that aroma and flavor, which is why when you have a beer with Galaxy, it tastes the way it does and it smells the way it does. It's because of the way it's added in later. That's that's mostly its calling card is uh, the the flavor and aroma that you get of the beer, but also adds a nice nice bitter factor to it. So nice. Them Aussies know what they're doing down there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there's, it's pretty pretty interesting when you start reading about some of these some of these hops. Yeah, so we've we've mentioned a few beers that feature the Galaxy Hop. I already mentioned Space Dust. You talked about that original Widmere's brother Widmere Brothers barley wine. But what are some other ones that that are you know if you are looking to try a Galaxy Hop, what would be what would be a beer you would go to? One of the ones that comes to mind that is pretty well known is is Green from Treehouse. That features the Galaxy Hop. Other ones that I'm seeing, uh, there's Boomerang IPA from Sierra Nevada. Uh, that also uses Ella and Vic Secret hops. Oh, they must all be Australian hops. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Is Vic Secret? Well, oh, you know what? We'll have to do a Vic Secret hoppy hour. Yeah. I assume with the name like Boomerang, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> so out of all the out of all the Galaxy beers, um, one distinct thing that I notice about the way the Galaxy beers smell is that they they smell like weed. Yeah, they do have that dank aroma. Yeah, it's that dank kind of, you know, a little skunky smell to it that, you know, that you would expect from marijuana. I, I don't know why it, what it is about that hop that, that causes that smell to come off. But, I mean, if you're smelling your beer and you're like, oh, this kind of smells like weed, it's probably got galaxy in it. Well, being a law-abiding citizen, I've never, I don't know what that smells like, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a beer here from uh, Kettle House, the the guys that make cold smoke called Fresh Bong Water, and it's brewed with hemp, and it also has that uh, similar aroma. It's it's an okay beer, it's but it's you know it's funny. We've got one, and I think actually there's one in Chris's fridge. So as a law abiding citizen, he probably doesn't want to hear this, but um, there is a beer I think I gave you one that has that's brewed by Long Trail with CBD oil. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, there is, and it's called the Medicator. Interesting. It's hopped with with Galaxy, but also has CBD oil added into it. Chris, do you have still have that in your fridge? Todd, you drugged me, and you didn't even tell me. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't say right on the thing. Contains. I thought it was good for my health. <laughs> it is good for your health. That's why it's called the Medicator. <laughs> Actually, I was uh, talking to Dana's cousin who lives in Colorado. She's a bud tender there. She's a weedologist? She's a weedologist. And she said that that's not the, that's not the bad one. The bad one's the THC, right. okay? Yeah, yeah the so. CBD is the, the calming. Right, the it's calming good for you, right. supposedly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's legal in most states. Yeah. Yeah, that beer is long since gone. <laughs> it's probably not uh, legal in Tennessee, but it is legal in Connecticut. You can buy CBD oil over the counter now in Connecticut. Huh. So before oh, well. we close out this hoppy hour segment, I just wanted to say that Green is my favorite treehouse beer, and I really enjoy Galaxy Hops. And if you're someone who's not sure if you've ever had it before, I would recommend just going to pretty much any liquor store, any large liquor store in uh, most places around the country, and you could find um, Space Dust from Elysian. Or if you ask the people who are knowledgeable about beer, if they have any Galaxy Hops recommendations, I'm sure they can send you one their way. If you're not familiar with that hop, check it out. I'm a huge fan. We're all huge fans on the pod of of that hop. So I uh, I think you should. It's worth your time to try and find it. Seek it out. Yeah, you you Northeasterners. Um, if you go to the package store, 
They're not going to have green from Treehouse, so you should probably just go up there and get it. But Captain Lawrence puts out a beer called Tears of Green, which is basically like their just knockoff version of Treehouse Green. Tastes exactly like green. That also is a, solely a galaxy beer. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'll have to look that look up that it's, one. Look it's for that delicious. One. Yeah. So do you guys hear that? No. no. We already did face your beers. Yeah. No, do you hear that awesome music? No, not yet. Which... What 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 is the news? Oh, it's, it's music now. You made a you yeah. made a music video. Oh yeah. For what is the oh, news? Yeah. yeah, it stars the three of us singing okay. in, in tandem. So uh, you guys are supposed to go with me. Ready? One. Okay. Two. Three. What what, what, what is the news? The news. Good job, that Chris. Was in tandem. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. So that's it, folks. the The hit segment is back. Um, after some controversy from the last one, we have a little bit of updated scoring. Chris is now two and five instead of two and six, and Ober is now five and two instead of five and three. Uh, due to and and you are zero oh and one. And I guess yes, and I am I am officially oh, I will forever have a losing record. Yeah, zero oh and one myself. So uh, that's that's always good. But anyways, this is the segment where I read three headlines to Chris and Obert, and one of the headlines is a parody news headline, and the other two are true. It is up to Chris and Obert to then guess which headline is the parody headline. And we do two rounds of this just to make it even for everybody. So, you guys ready? Yeah. I am ready. Okay. So, Fox News to air new program called Hashtag Fake News. Thousands sign petition to merge the Dakotas into quote-unquote Megatota. (laughs) (laughs) And... Florida drug-sniffing canine, whose name is Jake, overdoses while while screening passengers boarding EDM party cruise ship. Okay. Huh. Okay. Um, We're looking for the fake news. Yes. This is a tricky one, Chris. I don't have one yet. Do you you think you know? I think I do. I think I do. Uh, And it is a tough one, though. It is a tough one. I'm not not 100% positive, but I know my guess. Okay. I think hashtag fake news is the fake news. Uh, that's my that's my guess as well. You guys would both be correct. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I had you guys with the mega to- or mega toko one. That was that was definitely my second choice. Uh, yeah. So how do you spell mega coda? Mega K O T A. So mega coda. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, it wouldn't be great for Montana because then our neighboring states would go from four to three. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that wouldn't be great. But well, I really you, think you, you could merge Megacoda and uh, not many people would notice. You merge Megacoda together and then you add Puerto Rico in as a state and you still have 50 states. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yep. I want to know what happened to Jake, though. He overdosed. <laughs> okay. Usually, usually when you tell us these stories, there's um, some fa- funny anecdotes behind it. But uh... so, a drug sniffing dog working for police in Florida was giving anti overdose medication after ingesting drugs while searching party cruise passengers. The Brevard County Sheriff Canine called Jake was screening passengers boarding the- for holy ship an electronic <laughs> dance music experience taking place. On the Norwegian Epic. Last Saturday, more than a dozen people were arrested for trying to bring drugs on board. Organizers listed two tours this year. On Wednesday, the second was set to embark. The canine allegedly discovered a batch of drugs before falling suddenly ill. 
The dog was given Narcan by crew members, a narcotic often used to treat overdoses in humans. Um, I think Jake survived. That's good. Yeah, that'd be a sad story if he didn't. Um, I must say, I can't imagine anything worse than being sober at an EDM concert. I think I know they're, they're kind of harsh in people's buzz, right? Right. Like, I I would not want to get on that ship if they're screening everybody for drugs. You know, you think that uh, <laughs> you think like Norwegians, like guys, you guys are ruining. You got to kind of have a trip. wink and a nudge here, and uh, it sounds like they didn't catch. They, I sound like they let ninety nine percent of the drugs through if they arrested more than a dozen, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, I, everybody smuggled some type of drug on there. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, just twelve sure. people were dumb enough to like let it fall out of their pocket while they were boarding. Right? <laughs> Don't they know that they, you just got to wrap it up in a little baggie and swallow it, and then poop it out later? Yeah. Well, uh, so it sounds like Chris and I both got that one right. Um, I'm excited to see our next question here, though. Yeah. Here we yes. go. So again, same rules apply to this round: two real, one parody. Let's go. Missouri man must watch Bambi monthly as part of poaching punishment. Judge rules. Trump angry at U.S. Paralympic team after team refuses to stand for national anthem. And then Ohio, a school in Ohio removes police officer after principal gets ticket for parking and handicap space. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think I have my guess. I. What was the second one again? That one was tr- Donald Trump gets mad at, at the Paralympic team for not standing during the national anthem. Okay, I have my guess too. Yeah, I think it's I think it's that one. Yeah, Trump me too. One. <laughs> I mean, Trump does a lot of a lot of really dumb things, but I think uh, he's I think he understands what para, the para and Paralympics means. <laughs> you guys are both you guys are both right. Yay! <laughs> we knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm kind of upset. I got to make this a little bit harder, I guess. Well, so I, truth be told, I had heard the first article before, so. Okay. I, I started I started with, with a 50-50 shot. Which was so. the first one? That was the one where the guy has to watch Bambi monthly. Yeah, I thought that I thought the Bambi watching monthly was pretty outlandish, but uh apparently that's a real thing. That is that is a real thing. If you thought it was outlandish, you probably should have voted for that one to be the parody headline. Right, but I yeah, got it right. Want, do you want to switch over? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was outlandish enough to be real. <laughs> Right. After this round, the scores are now five or four and five for Chris. Catching up. Catching up. And seven and two for Obert. Yeah. Um, I guess you still got a little more catching up to do, Chris. Yeah, but it's it's a ongoing battle to catch up. Yeah. So so now I will I will th- throw this out to our listeners. Anybody who has a parody news headline, I don't want real news headlines because they turn out to be fake. <laughs> Anybody who has a parody news headline. Send it to me. Don't send it to dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Send it to me. Here, you know what? I'll challenge our listeners even further. I think if you can write a good parody headline, um, one that also you think that Chris and I will fall for, send it send it over to Todd. And what's, what's, how, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Find me on social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, texting. And just type that. type in T U D, and he's the first thing that shows up on all of those. I, for most most <laughs> things, yes. Instagram, I couldn't tell you what my username is on Instagram. It's Tedisca. All right, so there you go. <laughs> Tedisca uh, on Facebook. You know, you, you're all friends with me there. If you're not, find me. I'm also Tedisca on there. Twitter, 
I believe it's Tedisca6716. Find me on there, too. So it's about that time of the pod where we have to start winding down, unfortunately. I know. It's come to the end of the day like a 21st birthday where it's almost midnight and you're about to be 21 years old in one day. But before that happens... And you realize that every birthday from now on is not going to be as good. <laughs> right. Right. Like you, you've, been, you've been so pumped for this day to come and now it's just over. But before you go, we must raise our frosty mug of wisdom and share our handles... With everybody out there who's listening, as our thank you to you guys for allowing us to make it 21 days. Yeah, this is like this is like, yeah. this is like the OG bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Can I go first? Of course. Okay, and before I share my handle, I just want to ask, would you be more excited for your 21st birthday or your 100th birthday? 21st, because I don't think I... At 100, are you really that in that... Fr- like, are you all there? All right, Ted picks 21. Chris, what about you? I think 21 as well. Unless, unless, unless a human is able to live until 250 years old, then maybe. Right. Then, then from 98 on, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think once I hit 99, I'm like, all right, I just got to hang on one more year for the best birthday party of my life. <laughs> right. Me yeah. in bed with people holding cake in front of me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, after 21, I think that's all I really have to look forward to is 100. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i mean at a hundred i mean you've done a hundred of these damn parties how many more parties are you gonna do yeah yeah well that's a good point and i think after a hundred you get a awesome one every year from then on out because you know you're you've made it that far they're like oh you made it to 101 <laughs> oh you made it to 102 oh, every year you gotta top the last birthday party from 100 on <laughs> like at, at like 103 like it's like you don't even know the people who are celebrating with you anymore. I don't know about you. I I plan on being a fully cognizant 103-year-old Ted. But uh, No, I'll I'm just s- talking about it's like generations have passed you by. That's true. That's true. But back to my handle here. I went to a new brewery a couple weeks ago, Bias, Bias Brewing in Kalispell. And they have something that I've never seen before. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but they have a growler pouch available there. Like a sheepskin pouch? It's... It's kind of like a box of wine or like a bag, if that makes sense. Okay. It's silver. I think they they have a handle. If you just type in, you know, if you Google Growler Pouch, um, you can find examples of this. Uh, I'm on the website, beerpouch.com. We can link that in the, the show notes. But The um, only thing that keeps on going through my mind is remember back in the day, the Bud Light beer balls? Yeah. No, this is a little <laughs> more portable than that. It's basically the same sixty. It's a sixty-four ounce container, but it collapses down. Um, so it's great for if you're, you know, going out backcountry camping, or if you maybe you're tailgating and you want to just throw your beer. You know, you know, you don't have to worry about the heavy glass. And when you're done, bring is it, it reusable? Back. It is reusable. Yeah. So, and when you're when you pour it out, you can just you know roll it up, put it away, and save it for the next time um they you know talk about how it's greener than a bottle you know like it's it's less environmental impact but um i had never heard of such a thing have you guys seen this before no i have not no i'm actually on beerpouch.com right now and i'm looking at what you're what you're talking about they're really cool yeah so i wanted to share it with our listeners could you stick this on like a camel pack 
Like you mean throw it in? Yeah. Um, I don't think and you like, could hook up the host. I was about to say. But... I think he means like drink from it. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like I'm like I'm thinking like you're going hiking, and instead of you know doing the camel pack full of water, it's the camel pack hooked up to this beer pouch, and like you're just sipping beer the entire time you're walking. That would be pretty sweet. I think at that point you need one of those helmets with the straws, <laughs> with the two cans on each side. Yeah. But yeah, Bias Brewing Near Me does it. And um, I just, I have not been in a situation yet where I've had a chance to use one of these growlers, but um, it was just something I wanted to highlight and share with our listeners. And uh, check out beerpouch.com or again, Google growler pouch and uh, maybe, you know, you can see it at a brewery near you, but uh, you know, just bringing the latest and greatest beer innovations to, to our listening audience. Would you say that you're biased towards bias brewery? Um, they're actually not one of my favorite breweries in in the valley, but I've heard they've gotten a lot better. They just opened up, and you know, I think every new brewery goes through its own growing pains. Um, I think that they've really improved their lineup, and I've heard their trivia night's very good. So I'll be back there again before too long. Nice. Yeah. So with that, I'm ready to hand off this this mug of wisdom to who wants it, Chris. Why don't you go? Okay, so I'm going to talk about something that I've been to once and I'm going to again, actually, next Tuesday, the 22nd, and that is Distant Worlds. Have you guys heard of them? No. Yeah, this is, wait, so so you went there two days ago. No, 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 I've been, oh, yes, yes, <laughs> I already went there, yes. By the I time you're listening now. to this, Chris has gone to Distant Worlds, and I know you went with Andrew Latour in the past, right? Uh, yeah, uh. I don't know if he went with me. I went with Sean Buck for sure. Okay. But I've, I've you, heard of that. This is pretty cool. Yes. So it's it's composers that will travel around uh, with, and perform with different like symphonies. And what they do is they play the Final Fantasy music. So, you know, all your all your the classics like One Winged Angel and Genova and Tizanarkind and all of that stuff. They play all of it. And, Do they play Stand By Me? Uh, I I don't know. I haven't been there since 15's been out. I saw them quite a few years ago. But they're really cool. It's a lot of fun. If you're a big nerd, it's pretty 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 nostalgic, pretty cool. Yeah. And if, if you're someone who's named all of your cats after Final Fantasy right, uh, exactly. characters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and the cool thing about it is, you know, Dana... She's not a huge Final Fantasy nerd. She let me name the cats Orin, Titus, and Yuna, but she's not a big Final Fantasy nerd, but she loves going to like symphonies and, you know, musicals and stuff like that. So even though even though it's more geared towards me, someone who doesn't really like Final Fantasy can go and enjoy all the great music because Final Fantasy is pretty badass music. So Yeah, so it works out well for both of you. Yeah, it's it'll be fun. It'll, that, I'm really this could excited. be a, this could be a makeup segment on your uh, other other podcast, Marital Discord. <laughs> Unless she hates it, and then we can fight about it on Marital Discord. Right. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's I, I can't wait. Very excited. I mean, I couldn't wait because right. I already saw it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I assume that they don't want you recording when you're in there, but you'll have to post something to the Instagram uh, clip to their clip of their videos or uh, link it in the show notes for our listeners. Because yeah, it's 
impressive music and impressive symphony and like you said it's good for gamers and non-gamers alike yeah just do what i do snap the whole show (laughs) (laughs) no they'll probably kick me out this is this is more sophisticated i think i don't know yeah Um, black tie i i imagine right i was lucky last time i went uh nabuo uematsu was there so i'm hoping that he's there again and that is he's like he's like the composer for final fantasy 7 and he's very well tied to the Final Fantasy series. So he actually got up and like, you know, led the symphony during One Winged Angel. It was pretty cool. But so that's that's it. Distant Worlds, check them out. They travel all over the place. They're coming so he, to he, He's like the John Williams of Final Fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yep. Nice. So that's my middle I handle. John, I don't know who John Williams is. Oh, man. Todd. <laughs> he's the... He's the Yeah, that's that's John Williams. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, also Star Wars. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that's probably. I mean, he's known for both of them, but definitely Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Todd, you have the the last handle on our frosty mug of wisdom. Yes, I do. What you got? So, um, this is actually a pretty good one. Who here? And this is all for the listeners, too. I know they're all going to actively be talking in their cars as they're listening to this or at their desk. Who here gets calls from, like, robocallers or people that they don't know or um, telemarketers on their cell phone just increasingly more and more? I think I 100 do. out of 100 people. Yeah. So, perfect. So, I am sharing an app today that helps kind of fight that. Oh, good. I, I enjoy taking those kinds of people down. Yes. yes. So um, AT&T, if you are an AT&T cell phone user, they have an app called Call Protect that is actually put out by them. I don't think it's on. I don't think it's available for Verizon users to download, but it may be. And what you do is you download it, you set it up, and it starts. It's it knows what the robo numbers are, and it blocks them or flags them on your phone. So a you won't get a lot of them because they'll automatically be blocked. And B, if they happen to think that it may be a robocaller or a telemarketer, it'll flat out tell you on your screen. It will say, you know, AT&T Call Protect thinks that this is a telemarketer or fraud. And that way it helps you uh, know when things are, when calls you're getting are fake. That's cool. I I think it would be a cool feature if they had, like, you know how they have the CAPTCHA, I'm not a robot thing? Like when they detect it might be a robocall. If they answered the phone for you and were like, hey, prove you're a human and then we'll let you talk to our the person who you're trying to call. So there is something – they're not answering the phone, but they do have something that costs $3.99 a month where they do enhanced caller ID. So I think that they actually search against their database and say, hey, this is a real number associated with like, you know, Chris calling, you know, XYZ. They'll say, this is really Chris's phone number. Okay. And then they also do reverse number lookup. So, like, you actually get, gain access to their system, and you can type in a phone number and see if it leads back to something that they've flagged as fraud. Very, very interesting. That's pretty cool. I wish yeah. I had access to it, because the first thing I do whenever I get a phone call from a number I don't know is Google search it to see if it pops up. <laughs> so, actually, you're going to be in luck, then, for my second part of my handle. For all you people are you who... Are you borrowing the fourth handle from last week? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I am not. We've, we've, uh, we've had a... We've set that other mug, our guest mug, aside for this Oh, okay. Week. All right. So we'll we have two separate mugs handle, now. Yeah. <laughs> we have reforged our three-handle mug while leaving the four-handle mug on the shelf for our next guest. Okay. 
If you, if anybody out there is not happen to be part of AT and T, I didn't want to leave you guys out. Um, there is another app you can download called Mister Number. It does similar things, but it's more um peer to peer funded than um backed by AT and T. So basically, you're going in there and saying, "Hey, I think this number is fraud," and it'll block to everybody else, and then it's up to you as the user to say, "Yeah, it is," or "No, it's not." Um. Generally, because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people who have this app downloaded, they generally don't, you know, the numbers that they flag are fraud are actually fraud. Yeah. Well, thousands of people want to merge the Dakotas, too, so. Right. (laughs) We're we're not even going to call them the Dakotas anymore. It's now called Megacoda. Megacoda. It's now called the Coda. (laughs) Yeah. So is it missed your call or Mr. Call? I didn't, it cut out on me. Mr. Number. Oh, okay. Mr. Number. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So make sure you guys all go out and download that. If you don't have AT&T Call Protect, if you are an AT&T customer, AT&T Call Protect. One more. One more. Is it M-I-S-T-E-R or is it M-R number? M-R number. Okay. Gotcha. So we're, I got it now. With that, thank everybody. I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening. First, we, as always, like to thank the breweries that provided today's beer. Some of us do. I'm not thanking my, I'm not thinking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Berkshire Brewing Company with Green Gown. I'd like to thank Mumford Brewing and Horace Aged Ales for their collaboration on Welcome to Town, the LeBron James inspired beer. Yeah, and give us five stars. <laughs> he said, and Obert's not thinking anything. So we're, yeah. um, please, <laughs> please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and untapped at DAWF Podcast. We will announce the winners of our Instagram giveaway on the next episode of the pod. Um, hashtag follow the email um, at dawfpodcast at gmail.com with your comments, questions, general thoughts, concerns, hatred, and or any other things that you would like to share with us. Also, make sure that if you guys have any uh, parody news headlines, send them to me at my personal contact information on Twitter, Facebook, and or Instagram. Just search Tedisca on there on all three of those. And while we're talking about writing in, I know we have some mail backing up. Yes, and we wanted yes, we to do. next episode, I think we're going to be due for a mailbag. So if you have any burning thoughts, now's a good time to get them in. Yep. Yep. We have quite a few. So send, yeah, Chris it, send start, it more. Chris is starting to run out of places in his house to live because he has so much mail. Just so, All the so mailbags are just piling up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the North Pole over there. <laughs> you know, reach out to us if you guys want stickers, as always. Uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts, you know, we really appreciate that for you, uh, for everybody who subscribes. Also, anybody who does subscribe on any of those sites, make sure you head on over to iTunes and you give us a five-star rating. I don't care whether you're on Android or on your computer or listening to it via satellite. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating. By doing that, it helps more people find us. And by more people finding us, the more people that listen to us, the more cool stuff we can do. So again. Go to iTunes, five-star rating. Listen, if you're in the back of an Uber right now and the Uber driver is listening to this, go on iTunes, give us five stars. <laughs> yes. Yes, random Uber driver, do it. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about random Uber passengers. Passengers, right. Oh, 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 oh okay. So the Uber driver is the, the subscriber. Right. Okay, yes. okay, okay. <laughs> All right. In that case, yes, random Uber passengers. <laughs> And make sure you go back and download all our old episodes too, random Uber passenger. Right, yes. 
It, it doesn't make sense unless you start at episode one, but just keep in mind episode one's kind of rough. So, <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to do a couple like shout outs because I I don't think we give him enough love, but I want to shout out James Vaklovic of James Vaklovic Graphic Design. He's the one that created the Frosty Mug of Wisdom, I guess. Yeah, way back twenty one episodes ago. He's he's the forger. Yes, yeah. yes. He's 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 the he's the glass worker that uh, designed it. But he made our logo. He made the logo of my other podcast as well, Marital Discord. And it did a beautiful job on ball. Yeah, the great, great stuff. He has a bunch of cool stuff. He's available. He's on Facebook, James Vaklovic Graphic Design. So if you have any logo work you need done, or he does a bunch of other stuff too. Basically, any graphic design you need, you should go to him because he does a great job. Uh, I also want to just give a Another thank you to Jenna at the Brew Locker. She joined us for last week's episode. Had a great time talking to her, so she'll be on again at some point. But just wanted to extend our thanks to her for joining us and, you know, adding adding some some more flavor to the pot, I guess. And with that, my name's Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. So what bar are we going to to celebrate our 21st birthday? Yeah, I know. Um, we we pre-gamed on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Blarney's? Yeah, Blarney's it is. I think Blarney's We got a um, beaver, what do you call it? Or no, whatever. What's their big bowl of alcohol there?